All right. Welcome back. I am excited, but I'm nervous. We have a lot to talk about today and we're going to we're going to try to cover a lot of things. Well, I think I have a lot to talk about and some of it will be a surprise even to you, my dear father. Um, If I'm a little bit hoarse, uh, I'm just recovering from COVID. So I apologize if I'm a little bit uh, nasty sounding, but I'm happy to be back. Sorry? Or if you're a little bit hoarse? If I'm a little bit hoarse, if I'm a little bit congested, definitely feeling a lot, a lot better, but thankful that we record these episodes online. <laughs> Horse walked into a bar bar and said, hey, by the long face. <laughs> anyway, so this is the last episode of the podcast we'll ever be recording. I can't deal with my father's <laughs> jokes anymore. So that's the big. <laughs> that was freaking awesome. Pretty classic dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> but but how are you? Tell tell everyone how you're doing. Why do you even ask this anymore? I'm always fabulous. Well, I don't know. It's just part of my part of my vernacular. It's like well, as we were talking about yesterday, I was working in the snow and my hands were so cold that they were hurting. And you knew that I put a nail through my hand, right? Mm-hmm. I did know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did I talk about that last episode? No, I don't think you I, did. Well, anyways, yeah. So my hands have taken a little bit of beating lately. Yeah, more more of a beating. Like my hands have not had a good life. No <laughs> kidding. So if you guys want to sponsor us, we can buy Trainer Ben a pair of gloves so that his hands will be nice and warm. So for in the arms of the angel, your sponsorship can buy a trainer Ben gloves for his little hands today. Uh, my, my dainty little hands have just taken so much abuse over so many years. Mm-hmm. It's just they're just like tapping off it like no boss. Please no, boss. no. Well yeah like anytime I look at your hands you've got new scars. It's like your hands oh. look like Frankenstein because they're all like <laughs> scarred up and stuff. It's kind of gnarly. I know, like, I, I remember I used to be able to, like, oh, yeah, this scar is from this, and this scar is from that. Now, now it is, they're just all mixed into one, mm. basically. I don't even yeah. know what they are anymore. <clears throat> they're just, they're just uh, the story of your life, which is a yeah. great segue into the first part of what we're going to talk about today, which is our last episode, which was with our wonderful friend, James Gardner who is the author of All In With Love, My Journey to the Hero Within. The amazing James Gardner. The one, the only James Gardner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he, always does, he always says that with me. Uh, actually, I said that even in the, on the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The amazing. <clears throat> the amazing. Yeah. So what I will start by saying before we get too into this is... Uh, James is a very, very well-spoken, articulate, and charming individual. And if you want to actually hear about the book and learn more about it, I would definitely suggest watching and listening to his episode because he, I mean, yeah, we we love James here where James stands. (laughs) And um, yeah, so definitely listen to the episode because I, I doubt we'll do it justice, which I think is par for the course definitely listen to the original episodes and we just kind of chat about them in our loose casual way but I thought it was a great episode I mean you and James always have amazing chemistry and like I think I said on that social post your your inner children get along really well so it's always fun to see you interact I like that 
I think that's is cool. it is all it is fun to interact with them because we our backgrounds are so different. They're so they they almost could not be more different, mm-hmm. and yet for some reason we just connect. I think because we both have had. Uh, I mean, his book I think is really amazing because it, it takes people through this journey of of different worlds, right? Like being an actor in New York and LA and being, you know, just the different avenues, being an athlete, being a very high, high um, level athlete, being an asthmatic kid who, who really had no, no right being as good a, of an athlete as he was. And, and, and so all the journeys of that. And, and so he had, all, he lived in all these different, um, different lives. And so have I, but just very different lives. <laughs> You know, like, so, so I don't know. We just, we, some, so for some reason we have a connection that way. We just really resonate with one another. We just get along. We're like kids and yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's really fun to talk with them. Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, his book sounds amazing. I haven't gotten my hands on it yet, but I've seen him going on like book signing tours and doing all of his stuff. His social media is all about the book. It's amazing. I know. And, um, Hearing him talk about it made me want to read it more yeah. because it's you can tell how passionate he is about it. I mean, obviously, it's his the story about his life and it's you would hope that you would be passionate about your own life story. But and you asked some really good questions that brought up like him talking about his childhood. And I think him going through that and the way he describes it is so relatable in a way you can you can relate to the feeling of being a kid and having, you know, friends on your block and you're running down the street to go hang out with your friends, or you're riding your bike or whatever. I think we all have little childhood experiences that we can pull out that make it, that make it have that same sort of nostalgic feeling that we're drawn to. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting hearing him talk about it because of course I want to read his book. James is a, a good friend of ours. He works with us and I, I would love to be able to support him in, reading the book just as a friend but Mm -hmm. it it made it more interesting to me just being able to hear him talk about it and talk about how he feels about the book yeah yeah no definitely definitely very very interesting to hear him and and just kind of see him just kind of light up all different things like related to the book or different Mm -hmm. stories or whatever through the different podcasts i've heard i I actually haven't read the book either i'm waiting for my copy i mean i thought Mm. So I'm still waiting. I'm waiting for my copy, but I think he's he's they're getting distributed. Oh, okay. So so I should be getting mine any day now, and then I'm gonna Ooh, read it. Maybe um, I'll be borrowing your copy after. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I know so much about his story, but I'm still really kind of eager to to read it, see how it all because he's such a great writer. Mm-hmm. Like he he's such a poetic writer. It's just he he writes really beautifully. Yeah. You know, like like my book. Um, Yo, I I love my book. I freaking love my book. I don't think I could have done a better job telling it. But when I read his his prose, like the way, like the poetry of the way he writes, I'm just like. Uh, then I look at mine. I'm just like, wow, this is beautiful. Ooh. I think mine's just mine's pretty down and dirty, gritty, and just to the point. <laughs> I think it's really indicative of the two different stories, though, because like you said, your upbringings couldn't be more different, and. The stories of your lives are completely different. I think James's, um, I think the way that James lives his life is very um, natural. Yeah, 
yeah and it's very I, yeah i don't even know how to just des- how to describe it but it is it is a very beautiful way that he does things and articulates things and and navigates through things in in my experience and he may disagree but i think that there's there are two very relatable stories in a lot of ways and one is a very beautiful um a very beautiful articulation of that the man's journey and one is a very gritty not so beautiful kind of like ugly in a in a gritty real way like very honest look at a man's life and what a man may go through in his life and i think they're both important perspectives Mm -hmm. i think they're both important ways to to acknowledge what someone goes through and what someone has to deal with to get to where they are now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which begs a question so what why do you think why do you think people have this like do you think people have this inherent inherent um desire to share their story generally do you think that's true um i i don't know if they have an inherent desire to share their story i think they have an inherent desire to share a story and for some of us it is our stories and for some of us um, our stories are maybe not as interesting to us as we think they should be, or our stories, we're still navigating them and they're not, we're not comfortable telling them yet. I know that I'm someone who relates through anecdotes and I always, <laughs> I always describe it to my friends as like, I'm going off on an old woman storytelling things. I'm like, back in my day, me and my friends used to ride our bikes for six <laughs> hours. Or, like one of those kind of stupid old stories. But it is how people relate to one another is through telling stories that they relate to or that they have experienced. And yeah, I don't know. I th- I don't know that telling a person's life story is an inherent need, but I do think that the art of telling stories is what allows us to relate to one another or mm-hmm. one of the pieces that does. Well, I, I believe, and uh, here, where is it? Do I even have that up here? I don't have the book. Oh, yeah, I do, actually. Just give me one second. I don't want to be rude. He's being rude, though. I'm being rude, though. It's okay. My cat will fill in for him. So this this book, Story, I remember I was telling you about it, Story Mm -hmm. by Robert McKee. He he makes it so, it's it's a big book, right? It's a a script writer's book. Like, it's about script, Mm -hmm. you know, for movies, television, whatever. And and I studied that thing, man. I got it all highlighted. When, when I was kind of trying to learn the craft of writing, I really studied that book. But he is so such a passionate um, believer in the fact that stories are are just one of the most important things, that, like requirements of of humanity and civilization, because it's how we learn, it's how we pass down information, it's how we understand how to act as human beings. Hmm. Um, and so, like, people think sometimes stories are frivolous, but they're not. They're super, super important. And the reality is all day, every day, every single one of us is always telling a story. Hmm. And you may not think of it that way, but your life and every word that comes out of your mouth and every action that you make is telling a story. And you are the writer of that story because you are the you are the one that, that is able to make the choice based on your, how you're feeling in the moment, right? So... Whether you're doing it subconsciously or, or or unconsciously, 
we are always constantly telling our story. So, so mm-hmm. all of humanity is built on story. And, and I love the fact that in this book, um, he maybe doesn't say it quite like I just said it, but he says something along those lines of, of the importance of storytelling and how, how crucial it is to, to, to human beings to be able to, to like understand, to learn, to express, to teach. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, throughout all of history, I mean, they told stories on, on caves and caveman days and they told stories through songs and they told stories like all of human history is in many ways built on storytelling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And like you said, it's the this is the way that we teach humans how to be humans without saying like, you should you should uh, say hi to someone when you meet them. You should be yeah. kind to other people. Like it's through these like Aesop's fables and these children's yeah. books. And it's through all these, um, you know, it's it's through the cultural fables that we have that teach us how to exist in the world. Without mm-hmm. story, we'd all just kind of be babbling around making monkey noises still, which, I, which I'm <laughs> fine with, but... <laughs> But even the stories that we tell in just like little coffee shops or whatever, oh man, I saw this thing happen and it was mm. crazy and I didn't expect this and wow, that was amazing. And then, you know, the big payoff, the climax and wow, now I'm here having a coffee with you. Wow, that was amazing. What did you think about that? I thought that person was so brave. I thought yeah. that person was a coward. I thought that person was a villain. I thought that person was a hero. This is storytelling on a day-to-day basis, right? Yeah. Hmm. Well, speaking of storytelling, I would like to tell you a small story, very small story. And it's that we got our Spotify. Well, no, it's more like news. Sorry, I said it's a story, but it's more like news. So we got our Spotify wrapped today for the podcast, which is basically we've you and I've talked about the Spotify wrapped, right? Mm, I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it basically just gives us a rundown of what our year was like as a podcast. So sorry, there was a fruit fly. <clears throat> Okay, so over the last year, you and I have released 22 episodes. Wow. Which has totaled 889 minutes of content. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, eh? so, that's so many minutes of content. Wow. We've talked a lot. Well, mostly <laughs> you, but <laughs> but you and oh, I no. have created a lot of content over oh, the last that's, year. That's amazing, eh? But uh, but it's it's always it's all the way along. It's been fun though, don't you, don't you agree? Mm-hmm. Like from the time from the moment we started doing this podcast, it's we basically just showed up and had fun. It's never been like a chore. It's never been well, at least for me, it's never been like okay, we got to wrap this down. And what's the beginning? What's the end? What's the middle? What's the point? It's been like oh, what do you want to talk about? Let's have some fun. Let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that that's one of the things that's one of the things that I like about the podcast is it's we are able to just sit down and have a conversation. And like today, before we got on, we were like, what, what, what all do we actually want to talk about? And, you know, we've known that we were going to talk about James's book for however long, like, you know, a couple of weeks now, but the day of we're always able to sit down and go, okay, these are the points that I want to cover, but maybe we can also cover this. Maybe we can also Mm -hmm. talk about this. So it's nice. It's awesome. And I think it's, I think that to be totally conceited and like a little bit, a little bit self-absorbed for, for you and I, I think that, I think that there is a part of 
this podcast that shows what the relationship between a father and daughter can look like when when you're in the process of stopping generational trauma and you're in the process of dealing with pain and overcoming it and coming to the realization that that it doesn't have to keep going and that pain is the the root cause of a lot of these things so it's it's interesting it's interesting in a lot of ways and i i like it i'm happy to still be doing this with you after it's, uh, this is year three is it year three now i think we're going on to year three or maybe you already are it's definitely been a couple of years yeah it's amazing right mm-hmm. all through covid we've been doing this yeah, yeah it's crazy all through covid because we started right at covid mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty amazing this episode is brought to you by us and facing goliath as you've probably heard by now ben's book facing goliath is coming out over the next year in three parts, and part one is now available to pre-order until December 15th. You can buy the book on Kindle, or you can purchase the ebook and a one-hour, one-on-one session with Trainer Ben for you or a loved one on our website. And for Loving Goliath listeners, you can use code GOLIATH10 for 10% off both the book and this special one-on-one session. That's GOLIATH10 for 10% off. Thank you, as always, for your support. And now, back to the episode. But with that said, we may be taking a little bit of a break over the holidays. And I might do some fancy editing finagling. And I may be able to just uh, just make it work. But as you all may know from the last two years, our, our famous trainer, Ben, uh, professor of sociology, psychology major, doctorate, uh, Haver, trainer Ben Smith goes slash away to Me- slash punchy goes away to Mexico every year, which is very exciting. I'm very excited for you. You're leaving in two days. That's right. Yes. So, <laughs> so at the time you're all listening to this, he's packing to leave <laughs> for yeah, Mexico. Well, by the time everybody's listening to this, I'm already gone. Yeah. Well, they'll be listening to this tomorrow. Oh. Well, oh. Okay. Cool. I mean, unless you're a little late and you're listening to this a week later, then he's already gone. (laughs) It's too late to say goodbye. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so you'll be away for a couple of weeks. So so we won't have our trainer, Ben. You may hear just from me. I'm not sure. But um, why why can't we do a podcast from the next about? I mean, we can, but I was thinking it would be nice for you to have a little bit of a break. Whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. It's all up in the air now. It's true. Well, we'll see what the we'll see where the wind takes us. But on the note of, you know, taking a little bit of a break and the holidays and easing up. I mean, we've put out almost a thousand minutes of content over the last year. So if you're missing us and you're in between episodes and we do end up taking a break in the in the last year, there's almost a thousand minutes of content (laughs) over the last two years. We got a lot of content for you, so yeah, don't worry. You, you you will never be lonely uh, or miss us if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never have to miss us, I assure you. But um, what I'll also say about that, just before we before we skip on, um, for eight, so our audience is is growing, which is fantastic. It's amazing. But we were the top podcast, the top most listened to podcast for eight people this year. Oh, right. 
like that's pretty eight, awesome isn't that crazy eight whole people listen to us more than any there are so many way better podcasts and yet we were the ones that they listened to way better. that would say way better i mean it depends on what you want right that's true you know to tell you the honest truth though well i believe i mean we we've had a lot of episodes where we've talked about a lot of things but i honestly in all you know i mean humbleness aside <laughs> i believe that some of the some of the episodes like dealing with bullying and trauma and suicide and some of our our early episodes that were pretty hard hitting i don't think you could i don't think you could if you're in that place I don't think you could find better podcasts, really, because I mean, we're honest about it. We're truthful about it. We, I spoke from the heart. Like mm-hmm. I have experience in those areas. So, you know, if you're if you're somebody struggling and dealing with those issues, I, I don't. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, Joe Rogan has more professional podcasts, and and different people have prettier ones and and way more followers and this and that, but. But I don't think I don't think you can I don't think you can find a better one as far as honesty about the issue. Yeah, I agree. I think you and I, especially the more we've gone, the more honest. I mean, I think you've always been honest, but I think it's these conversations. It can be hard to publish them. Like, mm. sorry, um, like wow, we're actually going to talk about taking your own life, and we're actually mm-hmm. going to talk like, geez, that's pretty heavy for a podcast to talk about. But but you're right. And I mean, we're we've always been honest. We've always tried to speak from the heart. I know that my perspectives and opinions have changed. And I hope we've always been honest about if our if our perspectives do change. It's not that we're going back on our messaging. It's just that we're growing, learning individuals. And I've always said I'm I'm going on the journey with everyone listening. So I think your your takes are always pretty consistent and mine will sometimes change. And I think that's good. (laughs) That is a good thing. You're supposed to grow, right? Especially when you're 30 or in your 30s or or whatever. I mean, hopefully by the time you get to my age where you're in your 50s, you start to kind of settle down a little bit into some knowledge. But you're still going to grow. I'm still growing too, right? I had a big mm-hmm. epiphany today about some things. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. man. So I'm I'm always excited to to expand. But it's always but But like as you get older, at least for me anyways, I'm not, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but at least for me, it's like it's kind of like um it's, you know i always like to relate things to bodybuilding and fitness and, or, and whatever or boxing or something like that it's like it's like you know you know when you're learning how to box it's all about balance and movement and having your hands in the right position and throwing the basic punches and this and that but as you get up to higher and higher levels those improvements become more and more minute but then when you get something like like a little like half step or a little faint that like they're just so minute that on a on a basic level most people it's not going to impact right mm. but to you it's like ah this is magical and it's just such a it's such a little refinement of those basics so i still i still get that right like i mm. have my basic foundational sense of self-assurance ease and faith and that's that's solid that's never going to change for me I, that will never ever change i can i can guarantee that but how like the little minute pieces of it are 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 like these little victories of like oh wow like cool I never thought of it that way but they're mm. just part of the same same foundation right. Hmm. 
Yeah, interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, on that note, I'm going to bring it all to a close. Gonna, I'm going to tie it together. I'm going to try really hard to tie it. <laughs> that was a good by, story. Yes? By the way, I just got to say this thing. Tie, as you tie this together, don't tie it like me. Because I, I don't know what it is. I've been tying things since I was like, since since I was like, I, I don't know what I learned how to tie a bow. Like, but I, I've been tying my, like I tie my sweatpants, I tie my this and that. And, and I keep getting these dots and just yanking on these knots and i'm just like oh no i mean i mean i can't get out of this spot oh no i can't get my sweatpants down oh no i'm gonna pee my pants like it's okay. just like what, what's happened to me like what i okay but i okay so i have my pajama pants on and they have like the long this thin one this yeah. one gets into knots all the time and the amount of times i've tied it and then immediately gotten stuck and been like oh, oh what are we gonna do yeah. like, looking for a tool to like break it open because i'm i'm suddenly stressed out that i'm not gonna be like i'm gonna pee my pants because i can't get my pants off i'm like i have to uh, cut my favorite pajama pants because i tied the knot too tight this is not a <laughs> this is just a smith best. thing this is just oh, a thing okay. that you and i I'm, deal with i'm so glad it's not just me <laughs> i'm just like how can i be tying for 50 years and still tie like like not be able to go to my pants just like this is so pressure yeah because <laughs> Because the tying is fine. You could tie the knot. It's the getting out of it that's a problem. <laughs> you, know, you know what it is in all transparency? It, it's not it's not the knot itself. It's like I'm kind of dumb because I know the problem. The problem is in when when that happens, it's because I have a knot within the within the do you know what I'm talking about? Like mm -hmm. like a knot within here. Mm. So if you have a knot within here, oh <laughs> within here, right? <laughs> like you know, like like that. Right. When you go to pull it out, it gets stuck on the knot. But then right? you panic. Then you panic. Then and you then panic. You finally, and you're... Yeah. Yeah. And then you fall. But then I'm dumb because I'm like, I'm finally getting out. But then I'm like, well, this knot is too tight now. I'll just leave it. I won't worry about it until tomorrow. <laughs> until next do my time. Yeah. yeah. See, and we wonder how like fish get caught in a hook where you're like, oh, wouldn't that be sharp? And you'd stop. But now we understand because we do it to ourselves every <laughs> single day. We we, we tie our pants too tight, go to unwind it, and then we're like, oh no, the knot's too tight. Ah, 911? <laughs> yeah, I tie my pants too tight again. <laughs> you, got, you got the fire department showing up with like the big pruning, the jaws of life like break you out of your, <laughs> out of your sweatpants. <laughs> you can make me pee my pants right now and I'm not going to be able to get back. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm oh, no. <laughs> I can't get my pants off fast enough. <laughs> oh, my <the> jaws. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I'm going to sweat my eyebrows off. <laughs> oh, man. We're foolish. Shar's going to give us so much crap. Well, we just hide this episode from her. She'll never know. Edit, edit, edit. <laughs> With that said, definitely uh, check out our website to look at all the things about the book, uh, Facing Goliath. You will probably hear an ad for the book at during the course of this episode. So uh, skip on over to our website. Yes. And I just want to say really quickly. So, I mean, all the joking aside, as much as you and I joke and have fun and, and I'm, I'm this jovial guy or whatever. Speaking of, of the book, my book or our book, Facing Goliath. 
that is that is very much for somebody that's that's looking for who needs to learn from the story like learn learn how to navigate toxic you know environments learn how to talk navigate addiction and and uh alcoholism and violence and and mental you know the struggles like that that's all joking aside that book is i i just i poured my heart and soul into that thing and i feel like it's it's such a it's such a heartfelt guide to anybody who's struggling in those kind of ways you know whether it's Mm -hmm. like i say whether it's violence or or loss or depression or alcoholism or whatever yeah yeah, I absolutely agree. And you can read more about it. I will tell you more about it. I probably already did by this point. So definitely check that out. That will be the first part will be available to actually read and have on your Kindle uh, the 15th of December. Yeah. But until then, thank you all so, so much for joining us. As always, we appreciate you. We appreciate you listening to 889 min- minutes of content over the last year. And we can't wait to produce another 889 next year. (laughs) Thank you all. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you all so much for joining us. As always, we love hearing from you. So you have comments, questions about the episode, topics you want us to cover or anything else. You can find us on Instagram as loving Goliath on Facebook as the Goliath foundation. You can email us at lovinggoliath at gmail.com or you can find out more information about the Goliath Foundation at thegoliathfoundation.com. Hey, did you know that 36% of our listeners tune in through Apple Podcasts? If that's you and you liked what you heard today, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you again, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.